0: You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, hello. Hi there. What's going on? Off and running on this uh, Wednesday, November 20th. This is the Gordon Damer Show. This is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Whole bunch to do over this next 60 minutes. So uh, let's roll. We uh, take you up until 6 o'clock, which if you couldn't figure that out. I just said it was an hour show. It's 5 o'clock right now. It, that will take us to six. That's how it works, people. Uh, and if you didn't know that, well, then the phone number is really going to throw you off. 1-800-919-ESPN is that phone number, 1-800-919-3776. I am on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. and the daily poll question is up for today. But before we get to today's poll question, before we get to all the fun stuff we have for in store for today, moment of inspiration, uh, today's Wednesday, so that, of course, means headlines, which is everybody's... Secret favorite. Let's start with yesterday's poll question because, you know, sometimes you get into the show. Yesterday was one of those poll questions. I kind of came up with the last second. So didn't really focus it on the show as much. And then you get responses coming in after the show's over. You can't really, you know, you can respond on Twitter, but anywho. Yesterday's poll question was about the start of the net season, right? The Knicks season has gotten plenty of attention. It seems like every day there's something new popping up. This guy's hurt. That guy's hurt. The coach is in trouble. What's going on? So the Knicks are a, uh, a, a tree that we can go to quite often and pick fruit. Some of that fruit is low-hanging, but it's fruit all the same. And we go to that tree often because it's a tree that everybody likes. Everybody likes fruit from that tree. Well, pretty much. So we tied the Knicks start of the season, which is not great by any means, into the start for the net season. And we ask you, are you paying attention to the net season? Knowing pretty much what the response was going to be, that's not that hard to figure out. It's been pretty well documented by now in this town. There is no greater discrepancy between the two teams in any sport, Knicks, N- N- Jets, Giants, Yankees, Mets, than there is between Knicks and Nets. It's not close. It's, a, it's so much of a blowout, it's almost like a Nick game. That's how big of a discrepancy it is, with the Knicks on this time being on the winning side. So obviously most people and I don't think we got to 90%, but it was pretty close and as we said before if you get 90% of people, it's very very rare you get 90% of people to agree on anything. I think we ended up at 83 or 87 somewhere around there. An overwhelming majority of people said that. No, they're not really paying attention to the net season, which really shouldn't be a surprise considering you know where the nets stand in this town. There are certain teams that you People, the public, fans, have told us through your actions that you are really focused on, you're really invested in, and you really care about. And if you had to come up with the Pantheon, right, clearly I think at the top you have the Yankees. Clearly at the top I think you have the Giants. Now it's football, so the Jets are not going to be that far behind. But when both teams are good, I think there's more Giant fans in town than Jets. But that one's close. It's a lot closer to the Knicks and Nets. And then the hockey teams, you have the hockey teams. Clearly, the Rangers are one of them when they're really good. Obviously, the Islanders are great right now. My Islanders, your Islanders. The Nets are going to be in that second tier. So maybe, maybe there will be a time where they'll be able to gain the attention, but they're not living in that top tier. They're just not. And you can come up with whatever reasoning or how it's going to be different now. It hasn't happened yet. So obviously, the answer for most people yesterday was no. I would think, at least in part, because it seems like, if you've looked at the NBA ratings at all so far, they've fallen off the roof. I mean, they've fallen off the map. Now I'm not going to tell you why or how or whatnot, but yeah, most people are going to say no. So then, when you hear from net fans, it happens every once in a while. One of the common complaints and happened yesterday: well, we don't get treated like the other teams in town. It's not fair. We're big time, you know, we're building this thing the right way. You got to give us credit, all the things you hear, right? Well, yesterday was an example of you getting treated like the big boys. If any team in this town went out and made the major big splashes that the Nets made in free agency, whoever that is, now, some of the teams are just not going to be equipped to do that, right? The Islanders and the Devils are really not equipped to kind of go out and make the kind of moves that the Nets made in this offseason. But if the Rangers went out and did that, or the Jets, or the Giants, or the Yankees, or the Mets, and they got off to a start that was 5-8, and eight, you would get criticism. And don't tell me, well, you know, I knew everyone knew that this was going to be the case early on. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It doesn't and more importantly, it doesn't work that way. You don't get to say after the fact, well, we knew it was gonna get off to a rocky start. Any team in town, doesn't matter what the the reasons you want to give for. If you get off to a five and eight start, that's disappointing. That's not the way you draw it up, no matter what you want to say now. Well, you know, our guys are hurt right now. Yeah, again, it really doesn't work that way. It's about results. When you go out and make big splashes and you win free agency, you got to then translate translate that into winning games. If you want to be treated like the big boys, big boys, you know, that sword cuts both ways. And in terms of the injury thing, you really can't cry about it when the three guys who have been primarily injured, right, are kind of – it's all baked in, right? It's baked into the cake. You know that injuries are part of the equation. Karis LeVert is, is constantly hurt. Kyrie Irving, constantly hurt. And KD, you know, you, you knew that going in. The Nets have not won a single game with Kevin Durant this year. It's outrageous how this guy flies under the radar. It's outrageous. But the other two guys, Kyrie Irving has played in 11 games. The Nets are 4-7 in those games. Levert's played in 9. They're 4-5. So it's not great. But the bigger point, I guess, that I'm getting at, is that sometimes fans of teams that are not in that top tier, they get angry because they say, well, nobody cares about us because nobody talks about us. If you talked about us, more people would care. Maybe on the fringe, maybe, but mostly no. It doesn't work that way. Nobody talks about them because largely the attention is not there. Most people don't care about them. We can't, as the media, and I'm going to lump myself in there and take that liberty, even though I'm not really. We cannot force you to do anything you don't want to do. Perfect example. The last few years, the WNBA has gotten way more attention than it did 10 years ago. Way more focus way more promotion, way more taking their stars and putting them, putting them in other environments that will introduce you to them and let you know what their story is and, and hope that that will translate into support for their sport. And I will simply ask you this, not the poll question today. Don't want to get hammered on Twitter. Uh, people, oh, nothing to do all day. I'm going to tell you, give you a piece of my mind. I would just simply ask you this. Are you really into the WNBA now? I mean, it's gotten tons of promotion. You've seen it. You know where the games are. You know how to find them. You know some of those teams that are involved. I would simply ask you. It's gotten tons of promotion. If the Nets got as much promotion as the WNBA has gotten, I mean, boy, oh boy. But it probably wouldn't matter all that much because I simply ask you, are you into the games now? Are you watching? Are you sitting down watching regular season WNBA games? Some people are, right? If you have maybe a daughter who's really into basketball, that's a a forum. Or maybe you have some connection to the WNBA that you like the style of play or whatever. But largely, while it might be more popular, it's still not really popular. We can't dictate what you're interested in. Maybe on the fringes a little bit, but not really. One 919 ESPN is the phone number. One 3776 So, the poll question today is something completely different. Now, for some something completely different, uh, it is. After driving around yesterday, and apparently uh, we did the we did a bad job yesterday because uh, we did not really touch on what apparently is one of the topics that you care about. At least that's what they tell me. I I don't really think it's really all that fascinating, but apparently I'm wrong because it was everywhere yesterday, show after show after show. So our poll question, which is up for today, is Colin Kaepernick related. Do you think that Colin Kaepernick ever plays in the NFL again? It's a simple yes or no question. I went yep or nope. So you can vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer. Uh, coming up, I'll give you my uh, answer to that. It will not take long. The next segment will mostly feature on the new revelations from Rob Manfred yesterday, talking about the Astros and the cheating scandal. And he didn't really give us many real uh, nuts and bolts answers, but he did give us some. And I think with the answers that he gave yesterday, and just what the scenario, you know, what the situation is when you're trying to think about. What the the punishment will eventually be and the situation facing Rob Manford to fix his screw up from a few years ago when he handed down that undisclosed fine to the Red Sox. I think it's becoming clearer and clearer in my mind what the punishment should be. So we'll get into that coming up as well. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on ninety eight point seven ESPN. The phone is still in one piece. Uh Amazon. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I read it wrong. I thought Amazon was delivering the uh, new case for my phone yesterday. Apparently now it's been pushed back to today. So it's an, I'm walking the tightrope. I'm really uh, I'm living on the high wire right now, walking around with this phone, hoping that uh, I don't drop it. It's like uh, it's constant. Parent, I'm constantly checking my pod. is it still there? Is it still there? So uh, it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. And look, it's it's amazing. I, we don't, you know, we're not going to get the promotion of the big shows on the station. But let me just, you know, if you don't toot your own horn sometimes, there is no music. Think about what we've been able to do here in the last 25 hours. A, yesterday we came up with a poll question that involved the nets that people actually voted. I, we were thinking we are going to get like 200 votes. It actually did quite well. It did over 500. I don't know how many, maybe 550, might be 530, somewhere around there. So it did over 500, which is, which is, I mean, it's evolving the nets. It has to be kind of graded on a little bit of a scale, no? And then today, we followed it up with getting everybody to agree on something that involves Colin Kaepernick. That's amazing. I, I feel like I should walk out. I, I should leave on a high note. This is amazing. Our poll question, which is up for today, it's on Twitter, at Gordon Damers. Does Colin Kaepernick ever play in the NFL again? And think about how polarizing of a topic this is. How many conversations on this show or that show, TV, radio, columns, everybody's has their own camp and nobody's willing to budge. But we've come up with one question today, apparently, (laughs) that everybody agrees on. And that is, no, Colin Kaepernick is never playing in the NFL again. Uh, the poll question right now – now, we said it's very hard to get people to 90 percent, right? It's very rare. We, I think we've had one in the last basic calendar year. Right now, we're running at 95 percent say no. Even in the foggy haze of the early morning when you're getting out of bed, you haven't had the coffee yet, you see the question, boom, right away. You say no. So look at that. It's amazing We were what we were able to do. So – you know if you don't self promote you know what happens nothing so uh we had to uh I had to feel like I needed to uh bring up that uh yeah we did a good job so we're bringing people together even in this early morning hour where uh the sun i don't even think the sun is up yet Does, we don't have any windows in the studio, so we re- I don't really know what time the sun gets up at now. So, uh, But I don't think it's up as of yet. So there you go. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, does he ever play in the NFL again? I will just say, and I've been trying to make this point for the last couple of days, but Brian keeps interrupting me while we're on the ship. No, he doesn't interrupt me. Um, It's completely my own fault. I get, with everything that happened over the weekend, right? Kaepernick's going to have the workout. He changes his mind. And I said on Monday that whatever your opinion was going into it, you got evidence uh, over the weekend that, that you were right. And you will... Not that you were going to change your opinion anyway. But the bigger takeaway, I think, is is that I get why Colin Kaepernick and his camp would not trust the NFL. I don't think on this topic they're trustworthy. I think the waiver tells you that. All these things tell you that. But here's the thing. If he wants to play in the NFL again, there's only one NFL. So I get that it may not be fair or this might not be this or this might not be that. But if you're going to want to play in the NFL, which he says that he does, I don't think that I necessarily agree. I don't believe him. But if he wants to play in the NFL again, he's going to have to trust in the NFL. So to come out and say, "Well, the waivers unfair, this thing's unfair, they're stacking the deck against me." And then for the first to speak for the first time in 3 years basically. Not take any questions about it even after saying you want to be transparent, you want cameras there and all these type of things because you don't trust the NFL. Well then if you want to play in the NFL at some point, you're going to have to trust them or at least put yourself out there to say, you know what? I've done all that I can do. If you don't want to believe me, that's fine, but I've done everything. And you can't scream and yell. And not that he screamed and yelled, but he said for three years, how he wants a chance. He wants an opportunity well, if you want an opportunity that bad, I'm not saying it's going to be 100% on the level. Maybe it was 100% not on the level. But you can't go into it, go there, and say, well, this doesn't match. that." I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. If it's the biggest thing in your world, which he's claiming that he just wants an opportunity to play, well, then you got to take the shot and, and do everything you can. And if this the deck is stacked against you, which it probably is, at least at that point you can say, you know what? That's not on me anymore. That's not on me anymore. So you can vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter. It is uh, at Gordon Damer. So the thing I really wanted to talk about today uh, is about the Astros, right? Rob Manfred spoke uh, yesterday. the owners' meetings? I think it's the owners. They have so many of these meetings. It's the owners' meetings. So he talked yesterday about the uh, Astros cheating scandal. And one of the things that has been floated out there has been, well, yes, the Astros may have been doing this, but – you have to assume other teams are doing this, too. Right? The Red Sox got caught in 2017 with the Apple Watches. The article that originally got all this started from uh, Ken Rosenthal mentioned uh, the Brewers and the Rangers. Well, Rob Manfred was asked about that. Was this just the Astros? And he said, quote, I have no reason to believe it extends beyond the Astros at this point in time. All right. So now we know what the scope of the investigation is. And that it's not that, well, you know what, this thing was illegal, but everybody was kind of doing it. In regards to potential discipline, the general warning I issued to the clubs, I stand by it. It certainly could be all of those things, but my authority under the Major League Constitution would be broader than those things as well. Now, when the Red Sox thing happened, he issued the warning saying that in the future draft picks could be uh, up for debate. Other things could be up for debate as well. So I think what he is laying the groundwork there for is that this is not just going to be draft picks, right? This is not just going to be this thing or a fine or anything like that. This is going to be – and he's kind of got a tough job, right? Because he's got to punish the Astros for what they did, which was glaring. And if I mean I don't even know at this point whether or not you have to say if it's proven. I think it's been pretty much proven, no? Like if you went into a court of law and John Boy – was the uh, the prosecuting attorney. I feel like at this point of the trial, I know you're not supposed to make up your mind until the end of the trial, I feel like you've got a pretty good beat on it. So yeah, I think that they are guilty. Then Manfred on the gravity of the allegations against the Astros. Quote, any allegations that relate to a rule violation that could affect the outcome of a game or games is the most serious matter What is going to be really, really – we have what is going to be a really, really thorough investigation. Well, I think most people kind of agree Rob Manfred has to hammer the Astros, right? I'm not sure that he will, not to the degree that some people are thinking. But at this point, based on what took place or what appears to have taken place, let's just say that it took place. I I mean at this point we have to assume that it took place, right? He has to almost go overboard, not just based on what they did, but even with what he is saying. And the fact that the last time he handed down punishment, it wasn't a deterrent at all. Because 2017 was the year the the Red Sox were doing what they were doing, and and the Astros were doing the same. I mean, they were doing much, much worse at the same time. So it wasn't like they, oh, wow, they got that fine. Well, we better cut this out. No, they just kept rolling right along. Now, to me, it just makes it more, And based on what he is saying, based on what you hear, it just seems more and more likely that, to me, the scenario has to be, based on what the evidence you have, the GM, Jeff Lunau, has to be fired. And A.J. Hinch has to be fired. How could you possibly have any punishment that serves as a deterrent moving forward? That does not hammer those two guys to the extent that they should lose their jobs. Maybe you can issue some suspension for, if it's a, a suspension, it should be for multiple seasons. To me, it's better, hey, you lose your job and you are suspended for at least the 2020 seasons. I'm not saying that's the only punishment that has to come down. Sure, their ability to acquire players, if it's draft picks, if it's international money, whatever it is. But those two guys have to, those are the two guys that are essentially running the team. And running, this is not like steroids. People keep bringing up steroids. Players were doing that to improve themselves. This would be like the team giving the player steroids. That's what this is like. And there's no plausible explanation for how A.J. Hinch, and when you see what the setup was, there's no plausible explanation for how Jeff Lunau, and now you have emails within the front office about talking about cheating, how do we do this with cameras, how do we do this with binoculars, let us know. This was brazen. This was out there. And it was pretty much an open secret for the last few years. So I don't understand how you can have any reasonable punishment. And I don't even think it should be reasonable. I think it has to be extreme at this point, based on what the allegations are and just uh, how the program was being carried out. And we don't, I don't even think we even know everything as of yet, because again, if they were doing this in 2017, I find it much easier to believe that they improved the system in 2018 and 2019 than I do to think that they got rid of the system altogether. Right? Like what do you think is more likely? That they streamlined the system to make it better in the following years or this super effective system that they're using. That again, in the playoffs that year at home, the guys were superstars. Like you've not, iconic players. And on the road, they were performing like minor leaguers. So do you actually think that they took that system and said, you know what? This this is this is too uh this is too effective. We we got to get rid of this. Or do you think that they thought, you know what? We can streamline this even better. I think it's probably the latter one. So to me, it has to be suspensions for I mean losing job and suspension. It can't be just that Jeff Lunau gets fired from the Astros and he goes to some other team. Same thing with AJ Hinch. They have to sit out a long time. And it's going to be very hard for the baseball commissioner to suspend every player involved because you would think that every player wasn't – all the hitters had to be involved in this. So you're going to, with the union, going to back up the players, right, and fight any suspension on this. It's going to be very hard to punish each and every player involved basically because everybody was involved. So to me, the most clear way to punish what has happened, detriment to the in the future – Lou Now, A.J. Hinch, both gone. 1 800 919 ESPN, 1 800 919 3776. Let's go out to the phones this morning. We'll squeeze in uh, Scott in the Bronx. Scott, what's going on, my man? Okay. Hi. Uh, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I want to say that I think the punishment for the Astros should be that kind of NCAA style where they vacate the 20th. 27- uh, Scott, what does that do? What does that do? You're going to take the World Series rings away? You're going to wipe everybody's memory? We all watched the World Series, they won. And that's fine, but you know the same thing like they did with the the Black Sox scandal. Except, I mean, granted they they, they, they banned uh, every player from ever playing. Yeah, that's a little different. That's true. That is <laughs> true. But I but I think but then you know now the the. the the city basically hates all the players and, all, and the managers and all that other stuff. The uh, Houston the- I don't think so at all. I mean I, I don't you know I'm not involved there. I'm not I don't live there I don't listen to their sports talk radio or get tweets from people in Houston generally. but I don't get the sense that uh, these people are upset at the Astros at all and, and and just based on history that's generally not the way it works. If you're a cheater but he's your cheater, then you back that guy up to the hill. Oh, this is ridiculous how they're they're coming down hard on the Astros. It's unfair. Everybody was kind of doing it. We were just better at. No, they're going to – I don't think that they're coming – I don't think they hate the manager or the players at all. I think that they're going to love them even more now. They're their cheaters. one 800 espn is the phone number. we got to uh, Lewis and Whippany. Lewis, go, my man. Hey, how you doing, Gordon? I'm good, man. What's up? Hey, listen, uh, that guy, the glass caller doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay. Uh, you were correct when he said, uh, yeah, as long as he's my cheater, I'm going to back that guy up 100% of the time. And I'm from Houston, trust me. We all, we all love the astros over there. But real quick, um, Colin Kaepernick doesn't know how to get out of his own way. Of course, the NFL is going to have a waiver that's like three miles long because they want to protect themselves because you just finished suing the league. And, uh, the Astros, to be honest, if um, the commissioner really wants to make a point, he needs to ban both the manager and the GM for life. And on top of it, some of the players, the key players, should be banned for maybe one or two seasons. That would definitely be a deterrent. This whole thing yeah, of just I mean, look, them, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you took all the players and you threw them off the earth, that would also be a deterrent. I just don't think that that's very realistic. Um... I, I find it hard to believe. Maybe there will be something for players involved. Uh, I think that that's going to take if they, – if they're going to get into the individual players, boy, this, this investigation is going to take a very long time. If they're going to have to track down what each and every player knew about this and, and get evidence against each and every single player involved, that's going to take a long time. Uh, and they don't really have that long a time. Like, free agency has already started, so to impact them that way, it's going to be very difficult. Um, I just think that the most realistic explanation for this or the uh, most realistic, um, result, one that will not be fought all that hard from the players or the, uh, for the union or rather is that the, the GM has to be out. He had to have known this was going on. And even if he didn't have direct knowledge, which it, I mean, it doesn't, it's impossible to think that, but let's say that that's his, his defense. It still happened on your watch. This was going on on your team. You set up a system which this was allowed to happen. That goes, that falls on you, even if you are innocent, which you're not. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. As we pass the midpoint of overtime, tied at four, Movilier is still with Nelson through the right circle, walks in, shoots, Murray the same rebound, it's has has won it in overtime and the Islanders take it 5-4 their point streak is at 15 and they are 14-0-1 in this incredible run that ties a franchise record when Chris King goes through puberty man his voice is really gonna fill out (laughs) I'm just kidding Chris is a great guy I've met him a couple of times but um, there's the call on 1050 uh, ESPN New York the Islanders. Whose Islanders? Your Islanders. My Islanders. Just keep rolling along. Comeback win against the, uh, who is it? The Penguins. Yes, the Penguins last. Oh, yes. The Pittsburgh Penguins. Sidney Crosby is uh, out right now at core. I have the same thing. I have a problem with my core. It's mostly because I don't exercise it. Hey, it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. We have done, in case you're just joining us on this uh, Wednesday morning, we've done I mean, I mean, the most miraculous thing here in the last 25 hours. A, yesterday we came up with a poll question involving the Brooklyn Nets that people actually cared about. And then today we followed it up. You know, some people would rest on their laurels, not us. Not me. By us, I mean me. We've come up with a poll question today involving Colin Kaepernick, which everybody agrees on. How, how do I do it? Look, I'm not going to say that this is the greatest show in the history of radio, but if you say it, I'm not going to disagree. Let's put it that way. All right? So the poll question is up for today. It's on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer. Uh, do you think Colin Kaepernick ever plays again in the NFL? And we are, I'll say this, we are teetering. We are officially in the danger zone of 90% because right now we are running at 93% of the total which uh, most people saying nope he is not going to play in the NFL again and i would uh, if i had a vote uh, yeah i would be in that uh, group as well i would think that uh, no it's very uh, unlikely that he uh, ever plays again at this stage given all that we have just before the weekend and then really you if you're somebody who wants to play in the league it's hard to envision a scenario while Yes, things are against him, and I'm sure the league probably wants him to just go away, and this is probably an attempt to do that. Uh, it's really hard for his weekend to have gone worse if his intention was to play again in the NFL. But you can vote on the poll question. It's up on Twitter. It's at Gordon Dammer. We've been talking about the Astros today. we still got to get to some other baseball stuff. But today is Wednesday, and you know what that means. It means it's time for headlines. Today's headlines. Extra, extra. Is the clock wrong again today? I feel like, oh my God, are we this late? All right, first off, three people are shot by mistake as deer hunting begins in Michigan. Look, I'm just going to say that if you live in Michigan and you have a friend who you don't really trust, whatever you do, do not go deer hunting with that person. I think that this is an epidemic. I think that the people are just offing people that they just don't like. How could you mistake three separate people for deer? I guess it's probably because you're drunk. Extra! Extra! Botched DIY do-it-yourself penis enlargement earns Iranian entry into Australia. How does that get put together? I don't mean the first part. I mean the second part. Sweetie, I screwed this thing up so bad. Call Australia. I think that they can help with this. Extra! Extra! Men's, excuse me, makeup is men's darkest secret. Here's what they are using. I don't know how much of a secret it is when you put your name... In the article, in the paper, like there's a guy, I don't remember the guy's name because I didn't write it down because, you know, uh, but he's saying I use makeup. This is what I use. It can't be that deep, dark a secret if you're, you're writing about it in the post. He also said, I don't want to look fake. I just want to look like I have perfect skin. That's looking fake. Extra, Most extra. men don't have perfect skin. Woman's velvety palms leads to an unsettling diagnosis. You know I love these kind of stories. First off, the the first key that this is going to be a good one is they don't use the woman's name. That's a sign, oh, my God, this person's got something really bad. And I felt my own palms, and they are not either itchy or painful. So I feel like, all right, at least I'm in the clear on this one. Usually I can. Turns out she was diagnosed with tripe palms. Well, you don't want that. Yeah, no, I know I don't want that. The appearance on the skin resembles tripe. Or something of the stomach lining of beef, pork, or sheep. That doesn't sound good at all. And it sounds like something that a five year old came up with the name. Oh, your, your, your hands look like tripe. We're going to call you tripe. <laughs> We're going to call you tripe palms. <laughs> you don't want that, my friend. Uh, I have a favorite child and I'm not afraid to admit it. Well, this story started. Uh, The actress Jamie Presley, beautiful actress Jamie Presley, uh, went on somewhere and says that, yes, she does have a favorite child. And she named the child. Imagine what that must have felt like for the other two. Well, try harder Uh, Then Steve Carell, who's apparently 58. Would you have guessed that Steve Carell was He's almost 60 years old? Uh, I'll have to say uh, this is not a popular thing today to say, but of course I have a favorite child and it is clearly the one that is annoying me less in that moment. If you want to be the favorite child, stop being annoying. Maybe we have to put this on these kids. I always tell my kids, if you're annoying each other, the only person ultimately that you end up annoying is me. Stop annoying me. That's all I ask. Extra, extra. Golden Tate, Giants wide receiver Golden Tate, is sick of all this losing. Dude, you just got here. Imagine how we feel. We've been sitting through this for years, and some of us don't even like the Giants. Extra, extra. But yet we got to sit and watch these games every single week. where the team's just going to have – I mean, geez louise. South Dakota has a new campaign to tackle addiction to meth. Very serious uh, story. They came up with a tagline. Here's the tagline. Does this? Do you think that this – think about it again. This had to go through several steps before it got approved. It got printed up on posters. Here's the tagline. Meth. We're on it. Does that sound like a winning strategy? Meth. We're on it. It sounds like you're on meth too. That beat out meth, what a feeling. And meth, who needs teeth anyway? Extra, extra. Chinese hunter. Catches a wild rabbit, cooks it, eats it. Doesn't feel good. Goes to the doctor. Food poisoning? Maybe some other, you know, kind of thing to do with eating a, a wild rabbit. Turns out he caught the bubonic plague. Extra, extra. You don't. Have, you don't need to be Quincy to know you don't want that. Forget about the uh, trypoms. Trypoms are a walk in the park compared to the bubonic plague. Extra, extra. Didn't even know extra. that was possible. Rabbits are. Ca- well, I think we got to kill all the rabbits. Kids playing hide and seek in Texas find dead man's body. Well, I'll just say we now know who's it. Extra. extra. You have to assume this week in Florida, man. Florida man arrested for punching little league umpire in the face. That's not really. I mean, that that doesn't just happen in Florida, unfortunately. Florida man arrested with meth bag wedged deep within his belly button cavity. Tells police he was being dumb. I think that that's a better uh, tagline. Meth bag. Deep within my belly button, cap. extra, extra. I mean, whoa, how do you, I mean? Whoa! All right. Uh, Florida man admits to cheating on his wife to get out of a speeding ticket. He was doing ninety in a fifty-five. Extra, That's extra. Just breaking the speed. Florida man claims that the wind blew that cocaine in his car. I hate when that happens. All the cocaine blew in my car from the wind problem for him was, it was also, he they also found a crack pipe. Extra, extra. It seems kind of hard to believe that the cocaine blew it and a random crack pipe. It seems strange. Uh, Florida man charged with impersonating a dentist. That's not, I mean, that, that shouldn't even be extra, in the headline. Extra. Florida man attacked by raccoon. Extra, extra. Florida man accused of taking a taxi both to and from a bank robbery. Well, I mean, look, you gotta get there. You're gonna use an Uber? I guess you could go New Age. Uh, and Florida man who lost thousands in card games sets the winner's car on fire extra extra all right so that's going to do it for headlines for today now back to the Gordon Damer show on 98.7 ESPN we're quickly running out of time which happens at the same point of the show every day uh, how does this keep happening Brian you have to uh, do a better job of uh, stretching the hour into an hour and 10 minutes uh greg bird Yankees have a decision on Greg Bird today uh, because uh, the uh, the uh, the contract he's he's, he's going to be a free agent if they don't offer him a contract by the end of the day. I think the deadline is eight o'clock tonight, um, and it's disappointing what has happened to Greg Bird. But it's not even really about the contract; it's about that he takes up a spot in the forty-man roster. There's guys obviously that are the Yankees are going to want to protect from the the Rule Five draft and that such. The thing about Greg Bird, and I, I know that people, when they if, it decide, if the Yankees decide to move on, which you, you would expect that they would, people are going to say, well, you know what, it's just a shame that he couldn't uh, stay healthy. And I'm sure health is a part of it. But also, part of it is, he's not been good. Now, he hasn't played, in uh, uh, again, the injuries have impacted him, but even when he has played, even when he has been healthy enough to play, he's been terrible. He had the one year where he came up in 2015, and he had the 11 home runs in uh, 46 games. All right, so that year, and he certainly looked like a swing tailor-made for Yankee Stadium. You can understand the excitement and all these things. And he'll generally get lumped into the same category as Nick Johnson. When Nick Johnson, Nick Johnson was hurt a lot as well, but when Nick Johnson played, he was an effective player. Outside of those 46 games, Greg Bird has not been an effective player. Since that time, he has essentially hit under 200, had an on-base of well under 300, not even like 320, 300. And a slugging, I'd have to say, what was the slugging probably be? It'd probably be about 380, 375, that's not an effective player. So it's a shame that the Yan- you know, that Greg Bird never turned into the player that we thought he was going to be, but I think at this point it's time to move on. Uh, it's time to move on. All right, let's squeeze some calls in here. one 800 espn is the phone number. We'll go to Steven in Jersey. Steven, go, my man. Hey, good morning, Gordon. Uh, I just want to say, whatever the Islanders are drinking, can the Knicks get a tip of that because they really need to win badly, let alone all the New York things And uh, another thing with the Astros, I feel the manager and the GM should definitely lose their job and should be suspended at least two years for cheating. I would say the owner also, but Robert Kraft has been uh, involved in cheating scandals and a uh, prostitution ring. So, and he kept his job, well, kept his organization. So, can't really go there. And as yeah. far as all the players, you can't really get all the players. So, I feel like if players are cheating in the future, they should lose their job uh, immediately and be suspended for at least two uh, two seasons. Yeah, to, you know, I, I think hey. I, I think Stephen, that one is going to be very hard to 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 put in place. The uh, the uh, the GM, the uh, the the manager. I think clearly those are reasonable explanation. You know, reasonable decisions to be made. And you know, the Islanders. I, I kind of joke, they're my island. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to to see why the Islanders are are doing what they're doing. Part of it is they hired people that really know what they're doing. And then you'd have to think that management or ownership got out of their way. That seems to be, hire really good people who have had a track record of success, and then put them in place and say, "All right, go do what you do." That's what they've done, and uh, good for them. Hopefully, they keep rolling. They could certainly uh, get a lot more attention than they are getting right now. Joseph in Brooklyn, Joe, go, my man! All right, ban the GM, ban the manager, ban everyone who sent the email. And that's it. All right, there you go, Joe. Joe uh, held on 20 minutes to... uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's uh, that's all reasonable. The GM and the manager, I think that that's where the punishment has to start. Pablo. Pablo and Beachwood. Go, my man. What's going on, Gordon? I'm probably the only Brooklyn Nets fan that listens to your show, so ease up on my team. you break my heart. Anyway, one (laughs) One pick, One quick point on Houston Astros. I say uh, you should uh, limit their resources with their draft picks. I say... uh, You know, take away, uh, limit their scouting, you know, hurt them for the next five, seven years. Uh And here's the big one. Here's the big one. Take away their hot water in their their shower room. I'm telling you, ain't no player going to want to play there and go (laughs) there if there's no hot water in the shower room. All right. I mean, look, I I guess that's a possibility. I just don't see how you could come up with any punishment that leaves the people that were running the team in place. How can you do that? Bill and Flemington, go quickly, Bill. Hey, how you doing, Gordon? Love your show. Thanks, man. Um, I think Houston has to be severely punished yep. uh, to make an example out of them, but it's hard for me to believe with 25 guys on 31 yeah. other teams going into this place and all the other managers and coaches with the smart people on the bench that nobody heard a drum banging all this time they had to know about it, they must have had something of their own going on if they didn't want to rat them out. Well, look, Bill, I'm not I'm not telling you that that's not a possibility. Rob Manfred said that at this time he's only looking at the Astros, so that's what I'm going to go with. But, uh, no, I mean, I would think that other teams may have had other things. I don't think that it was as sophisticated as this, and uh, it couldn't certainly be much more sophisticated than this. And who knows how the Astros developed this system even beyond 2017. I think that still needs to be determined as well. What's not to be determined is that the show's over. We'll see you tomorrow at 5. This is The Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.